Good morning, Christian America. You don't have to be an expert in biblical scholarship to spread God's message. You don't have to look towards others. You don't have to look towards the quote-unquote leaders in the community. You can do it. You have the power. You have the intellect. You have the knowledge. And most importantly, you have the tools. All you have to do is open up the good book, listen to God's word, read about what Christ did, what he said, how he lived. And with that, you can share his message. You can share his love, his compassion, his grace, and his mercy. That's what we're going to talk about today on, on the Monday podcast. Good morning, Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Monday on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian America T-Shirt Company. Coming to you out, outside today, uh, just because as the day gets started, uh, it's such a wonderful uh, springtime, heading into summertime uh, day we got out here. Uh, we just decided to change up the scenery for you guys because it, you know Mondays are the praise days. Mondays are the inspirational days. Mondays are how we start the week, and how we start the week then affects the rest of the week. And we always want to do that in a positive attitude. We always want to do that uh, in, in the best possible way, in the best possible light that we can to spread God's love, to spread God's message, to spread His, uh, His, His love for us, His compassion, His charity, uh, His mercy, His grace. Uh, anything that we can do in our lives to spread that message to other people in their lives, that's a big win. It's a big win for us. It's a big win for our community. It's a big win for our country. And that is where uh, we dedicate ourselves. That is where uh, you know, we. Uh, try to uh, be the light of Christ as as uh, Jesus tells us to be to to be that light that draws people towards Christ and um, as we enter this Monday you're it, you're if you're like me you tend to struggle you know you, you tend to struggle with uh, the fact that you know who am I who am I to spread God's message who am I to 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 get out there and 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 try to influence others to turn to, to to change their habits, to turn around, you know, their wayward lifestyle, whatever they're doing. Uh, who am I? Am I passing judgment by doing that? Uh, will God uh, look unfavorably to me if I decide to do that? You know, because we all have flaws, and then those flaws that we know we have, uh, that we deal with them internally, that we struggle with them internally. Sometimes we feel that we are uh, that that we are just as uh, doomed as everyone else that we are just as uh, troubled as everyone else and how do we overcome that how do we overcome that fear of of uh, God's rejection and then how do we overcome that fear of spreading his message to others uh, for fear of reprisals for fear of uh, a conflict for fear of, of someone turning away or to uh, giving uh, uh, projecting a, a, a bad light on you because of that right um i would tell you that the, the way that i get through things like this through my own struggles um it, it's like becoming a a master painter or a master carpenter or a master at anything right if you're going to become a master carpenter you don't become a master carpenter one day because you decide to become a master carpenter it doesn't automatically happen like that does it it's not instantaneous that way so if you wanted to become a master carpenter, uh, what you would do is first you'd make that decision 
Yes, this is something that, I, that that's important to me and it's something that I want to become. And then you would slowly, uh, bit by bit, take on more and more uh, uh, jobs and training and education uh, and, and bit by bit learn each aspect of the carpentry profession. You would start maybe with electrical and understanding electric currents uh, and then progress that knowledge and, and maybe take some classes and become certified and become a, a certified electrician. That way you can do some things within the carpentry field. And then you would probably at some point uh, take on some kind of apprenticeship and learn to drywall and learn to paint and learn to roof and learn to lay foundation, lay brick and become more and more, uh, more and more you would perfect your craft in order to be that, to, to ultimately become that master painter, right? So if you want to become a, a, a uh, improve your uh you know, on your Christian stance, if you want to uh, get stronger in your Christian faith, if you want to in, uh, get stronger in your in, in your powers of influence or, or the ability to spread God's message to other people, to understand Christ and to uh, and, and to understand His message and to and to look uh, towards others and look to others. Uh, hopefully, that you want others to look upon you as a as a leader in this field and a leader in this community and a leader in this in this mission. You have to take those same steps that you would if you wanted to be a, a master carpenter or whatever. You would you would have to slowly uh, one day understand and, and, and make a commitment to yourself that this is something that I want to do. You have to uh, believe in Christ. You have to be born again. You have to uh, uh, accept the task that is going to come towards you. You have to you have to uh, intellectually understand that there is going to be burdens placed upon you if this is the route that you want to go if you want to be a part of this community if you want to be a leader in this community because of all the other things that you've seen and what bad leaders have done to the community and then you're going to have to uh, take those first initial steps just like you would a master carpenter you'd you'd have to pick up scripture and you have to slowly you know read it because it's not an easy read scripture is not easy Scripture takes time. There's a lot of books. There's a lot of messages. There's a lot of stories that you have to understand, and you have to educate yourself in these things. And then you want to, you want to then take on an apprenticeship, and you want to get involved in the church. You're going to get involved into uh, men's groups or women's groups. You want to get involved in prayer studies and, uh, and and Bible studies. You want to get involved in the community. You want to help others. You want to uh, slowly but surely help out at homeless shelters and feed the homeless and donate your time and your treasure and your talents to helping others bit by bit and you and you slowly understand the problems that everybody faces the face the problems that you face today aren't unique to you they're they, we all have them they might not be the exact same but they're the, the similarities are overwhelming and so as you want to progress your Christian life, if you want to progress your, uh, your skills, your knowledge, your education, your love of Christ, um, you have to take the small steps early. Don't be turned off by the idea of, well, I'm not a pastor and these, you know, the pastor of my church or the leader in my religious organizations and my groups, you know, they've been studying scripture for 20 years, 30 years. I can't compete with that. I don't, I'm not trying to compete with that. Um, I, I, they know more than I do. So I'll just stay back and be quiet and then I'll just direct people to them. You can play a part of, you can play, you can play a part of people's lives. You can bring Christ to other people. 
It doesn't take someone who's been to the seminary, a seminary, someone who's who is currently a pastor or minister or priest or bishop or whoever. Because as we see time and time again, it's those people that have been on high for so long, that have been looked at as leaders for so long, that are the most likely to be corrupted. They're the most likely to take for granted their, their gifts that God has provided them. They're the most likely to take advantage of the people that look to them for help, that look to them for leadership. They take advantage of them uh, and, they, and they get comfortable in their own stature, their own status, their own position, their own... Uh, you know their own monetary gain in some point in, in some places in some organizations those are the people that we have to look out for we also have to look out for the quote-unquote leaders uh, and and the only way to do that is to get into scripture to take those small steps to become that master carpenter take those small steps day to day to to get into into the scripture to get into God's word to get into you know the Christian life that Christ has already laid out for us in advance. These ideas, if you're listening to this and you have the idea that you want to grow in your Christian faith, if you have the idea that you want to be someone better, if you want to improve your stature in life, you want to improve your 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 personality, your um, your outwardness, uh, your love of Christ, your uh, your your love for the community, your love for your brother or sister in Christ. If you want, if you want to do these things. If you have that calling, if you have that feeling, if you have that urge within you, if you have that calling uh, within your heart, that's God putting that there. In Ephesians, he says that you know, he laid out these works in advance for you. That means he's already laid the groundwork. These ideas, these feelings, these urges that you have to do his word, he has laid out for you. The reason you feel that way is because he wants you to feel that way. The reason you feel that way is because he wants you to take that step towards him. He's calling you. He is the good shepherd. He's calling your name. You must hear his voice and go to him because scripture says that that Jesus is the good shepherd. Okay, he calls us and we must listen we must hear him we must understand him we must we must know who he is when he calls us and this feeling that you have to to live a more christ-filled life to involve other people in the christian community to expand your faith to expand your knowledge that feeling is him it's his voice it's his voice calling you and you you have the responsibility to answer him you have the responsibility to uh, to go to him to pick up scripture to read his words to read uh, his example to understand the context of the times and to and to equate that to what's going on in 2019 because these problems that we see across our country these problems that we see within our religious community the problems which we see within our society that we know are wrong that we know are contrary to christian beliefs that we know that are contrary to biblical uh standing and understanding that we know are contrary to what our country was founded upon that we know are wrong morally legally ethically wrong you know these things inherently you don't have to be told because you feel them the reason you feel them is because god puts that feeling there and that then god is putting that feeling on you that understanding on you that knowledge on you because he wants you to act on it we can't continue to look towards other people. We can't continue to look towards other organizations. We can't uh, continue to look to the quote-unquote leaders to bring people together to 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 to, to uh, fix society's ills, because and a lot of times they're just as sick as everybody else. 
Those leaders can be just as corrupt as everybody else. And it's incumbent upon us, the average Christian American, the average person, the mother, the father, the child, the brother, the sister, the aunt, the uncle, everybody in the community, the neighbor down the street, the store owner, to espouse Christian American values. If you own a business right now, you should be espousing Christian American values. You should be espousing uh, Christian American principles. You should be on the front lines saying we support these things and that are that are christ-like and we do not support things that are unchrist-like because the enemy is doing that the enemy is doing the exact opposite the enemy is coming out there and these businesses that are out there they're out there talking about how they support all these ungodly things they they support these unchristian things they support these un-american things and they say it loud and they say it proud and their followers rally behind them where are our christian uh leaders quote-unquote leaders where are they at where are our christian organizations where are our christian businesses where are our christian politicians where are our christian leaders in the community where are they at during these times? How come they don't speak up and they don't allow us, the Christian Americans, to rally around them to stand up for Christ's principles, for God's principles? Well, I'll tell you that if they're not going to do that, if they're not going to be the ones to stand up, then you and I have to stand up. Then the average person has to stand up. But you, in order to stand up, you got to get into the word. You, in order to stand up, you got to be familiar with the word. And it's it doesn't take, it doesn't take, uh, we're not asking anyone to be, uh, you know, biblical scholars at this point in time don't be turned away because you don't know everything guess what no one knows everything the only person that knows everything is god god knows everything anybody else any person any man any flesh walking the the face of this earth is flawed and it's flawed in many many ways and for anyone to say any different is completely wrong so don't be discouraged because you don't know everything but don't but don't turn away and give up it's incumbent upon you, it's incumbent upon us to pick up scripture, to pick up God's word, to read what he says, to read his example, to live the, the life that he has laid out for us in advance for us to do good works on behalf of him, to have faith on behalf, uh, to have faith in him and to do good works on behalf of him. That is why we are here. There is, there's a song out there, um, I don't remember who it's by, but it, it, it says, uh, the, the whole uh, the, the whole premise is that uh, it starts off, it's got a refrain, it said, if not now, then when? If not who, then, or, then uh, if not you, then who? Right? So if it's not us, who's going to do it? If it's not now, then when is it going to happen? As a Christian American community, we, we have to. We have to get away from the, the solely relying on those quote-unquote leaders that are that, that that are heading our organizations that are heading our churches that are heading uh any of the of the entities that, that we rally around or we're supposed to rally around the only person the only thing that we should be rallying around is christ it's christ's word scripture that is what we should that is the everlasting unchanging word of god that we can all rally around that we all should rally around anything else is not worth rallying around anything else can be corrupted any anybody else can be corrupted anything uh, that 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 we see with our own eyes that are that that is inhabiting this earth can be used for the devil's work can be corrupted can be led astray and you can be led astray with them should you 
put all your faith and trust in them. That's why we don't trust man. We don't trust things of this world. We don't trust uh, earthly things. What we trust in is we trust in God. And we know that because scripture says that. Scripture says there's going to be a time where these things happen and that we must trust in God. Scripture says there's going to be a time where the believers will meet and live for eternity with Christ. That the that the wheat will be separated, the good from the bad, and the bad will be thrown out and trampled underfoot. The salt of the earth, you know, what happens when the salt loses its saltiness? It's worthless. It's trampled underfoot. Okay, over and over within scripture they say these things it's incumbent upon us if you love the family around you if you love the people around you if you love your brothers and sisters in Christ if you love the people that have maybe have turned away from Christ it's incumbent upon you to spread that love it's incumbent upon you to reach out to them you may be turned away and yes you may be faced with questions you you're not equipped to answer but God will provide you the answer God will provide the answer you may be faced with tough questions. You may be you may be faced with people that are anti-Christian American, that are anti-God, that are atheists, that are agnostics, that are that are Satanists. Who knows what you'll be faced with in this in this world and on this earth if you try to or when you spread God's message? Is that a reason not to do it? Is that a reason to turn away? Is that a reason to shirk your responsibilities? Is that a reason? It's Paul. What happened when Paul was faced with these with these trials and tribulations? What happened when Paul and Peter and Stephen were faced with with uh, obstacles in front of them? Did they turn away from Christ, or did they did they keep pushing? Did they keep saying, uh, you know, that they believed in Christ, that they believed in Jesus, that He walked the earth, that He that He helped them, that He rose from the dead when they laughed at Him, when they called Him drunk? They didn't understand what He was. What, what they were saying because they didn't see it they even though the apostles bore witness they called them liars they called them fools they called them uneducated they called them drunk but did that stop them did that deter them they threw them in prison but did it stop them did, they stoned them but it did, did it deter them the answer is no they kept fighting they kept they kept spreading the message that Christ told them to spread they kept living up to the expectations that christ set for them they kept following the command that christ gave them were they scared at one point absolutely they were but did god deliver them from every single bad position when jesus uh rose to heaven and he sent down the Holy Spirit on the apostles and they came out and they were speaking in tongues and everybody heard uh, their own language and they said how could this be because God made it so and then they went out to the town square in Jerusalem and they preached in the name of Jesus and they were arrested and they were brought before the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin and they said you're gonna stop you're gonna stop preaching in the name of Jesus did they stop no they did not and so they were jailed and guess what God got them out of jail and what happened is they went right back to the town square and continued to preach in the name of Jesus and they were picked up again and they faced their accusers again and they told him you must stop preaching in the name of Jesus and they would not did anything happen 
Absolutely not. God delivered them. God delivered the apostles from the hands of the wicked, from the hands of the religious order, from the hands of the government of the time. And they continued to preach his message. That's why we are here today. That's why we understand the truth. That's why we have been given the truth. That is why the truth have been revealed to us. Because without these early men, without these early pioneers, without these early apostles, understanding and seeing with their own eyes and experiencing Christ's love and, 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 and living with him for three years and following his message. And, and it wasn't until after he died and after he was gone and after he was brutally murdered and, and, and rose from the dead and came back and showed Thomas his hands and his side so that, that he believed. It wasn't until all that and then until the Holy Spirit came down upon them that they truly understand what the message was. And because they had to suffer that, because they went through that, we have to simply read about it. We just simply have to read about it and understand it and have faith in it and believe it. Because blessed are those who have not seen and believed. Because that's what Christ said. See, Guys, this is what I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to tell you is that nobody has all the answers. I don't have all the answers. Your religious leader doesn't have all the answers. But here's what we do know. We do know that the world is going in the wrong direction. We know that the world is going against Christ. And we know that because of that, bad things and more and more bad things are happening. People are sicker now than they've ever been. They're sicker mentally than they've ever been. They're sicker spiritually than they've ever been. They're sicker emotionally than they've ever been. Even though we have access to more people, we feel more lonely. And the reason we feel more lonely is because we're turning away from Christ. And it's our job, it's our duty, because we know the truth, to bring people back to Him. It's our duty, because we know the truth, to bring back people to Christ, to His Word, to His deed. That is how we heal others. That's how we heal people mentally. That's how we heal people emotionally. That's how we heal people spiritually. That's how we heal people physically. It's through Christ. Faith-based initiatives heal people. Medications don't heal people. They tide people over for a certain period of time. But they don't heal people. Christ heals people. Do not be discouraged because you don't have all the answers. Never fear. Fear not. Pick up the holy text. Pick up scripture. And when you're faced with a confrontation, if you're faced with a question, if you're faced with a dilemma from others or in your own personal life, pick up the scripture and read it. I promise you your answers will be there. Your answers will be there. Your answers today, your answers tomorrow, and your answers until the end of time. Because God's word doesn't change. His word is perfect in all aspects, in all sense. And it will continue to be perfect from now until the end of days. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you can go to ChristianAmericaTees.com. You can pick yourself up Christian American Tea, Tank, sweater, Sweat, or Hoodie, or Coffee Mug, or iPhone Case. All of those are available now on ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. You can pick yourself up Christian American Tea like the one I got on right now. And you can enter into the world and be a billboard, walking, talking billboard for Christ. 
you can set the standard of where you place your priorities. So when people look at you, they see Christ first in America. Someone who, who, who takes uh, seriously his faith and his love for, or her, her love for her country. That can be you. You can stand strong with the other Christian Americans in the community by going to ChristianAmericaTees.com. As always, if you cannot go to ChristianAmericaTees.com, you can, you can still contribute to the Christian American community by supporting this podcast. And by supporting, I don't mean financially supporting. I mean just going to YouTube and going to the Good Morning Christian America podcast and subscribing to it. The only podcast by Christian Americans for Christian Americans. You can also go to our Facebook page, Instagram page, uh, Twitter page, like us, share us, uh, spread our content. That's why we put it out there. We don't put it out there for us. We put it out there for you. You can spread our, our content and help out the community, help grow the community. Let's put Christ first back in our life. Let's put the love of our country back into our life. Let's spread it to our family and our friends and our neighbors. That's how we change this world. One person at a time. One heart, one mind at a time. You don't have to be the expert. You just have to try. And um, before I get out of here, I want to remind you guys to stay on fire for Christ. Stay lit. Stay focused. Stay on fire. Continue to do His will. Stay blessed. Do God's word. Do His will. Set your sights on Him. Look out for your brothers and sisters and bring them into the fold. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, until Wednesday, we're going to continue down Matthew 8 on the Wednesday podcast. Uh, so tune in for that. Have your Bibles ready. Um, it, it should be a good one. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay blessed.